there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Rose Rimler, and this is Science Versus from Gimlet. Today, we're talking about chronic pain. Scientists think they found a solution for some people who are stuck feeling pain for years. And this solution takes place in our brain. Studies have shown that for some people with chronic pain, it might not be about some physical injury hidden in your body. It's sometimes about what your brain is telling you. And it seems to get all mixed up with your emotions, particularly negative emotions. And we know how this might come off. We talked about it with Alan Gordon psychotherapist and founder of the Pain Psychology Center in Los Angeles. Maybe it sounds like you're saying that their pain isn't real. Is that how people sometimes take it, that they're making it up? Yeah. You know, I think the number one question we get is, you know, are you saying the pain is all in my head? Right. Actually, the number one question we get is, do you guys take insurance? But that's probably (laughs) the second most common question we get is like, is it in your head? Alan says the best way to think about this is that our brains are getting trapped in a cycle. Here's how it happens. So remember the brain is a little detective piecing together clues? Well, one of those clues is anxiety or fear. When that shows up, the brain might use it as a piece of evidence that something painful is happening. So you feel more pain, which makes you more anxious. When you have a lot of fear around the pain, that kind of energy just further reinforces to the brain that the pain is dangerous. On top of that, people often physically tense up in reaction to the pain. They might stop exercising or stop moving much at all, and that can make things worse. Chronic stress, too, can dial up inflammation, which can increase our sensitivity to pain. All this together is probably why studies find that depression, anxiety, and chronic pain go hand in hand. So a lot of doctors and therapists are seeing this loop of pain, fear, pain, fear, and realizing that's what we've got to treat. Alan is one of them. He and his colleagues came up with a new therapy to help people with chronic pain. And just recently, they put it to the test. They started by recruiting about 150 people dealing with chronic back pain. These people had pretty much tried everything. On average, they'd been dealing with this pain for 10 years. One group got Alan's therapy, and the others either got a placebo or did nothing new. So first, Alan explains how pain works, that the brain makes it, and then they really dive into the therapy. So Alan will ask them to sit and feel their pain. And then, sitting right there next to them, he talks to them about it. So right now, is the pain moving around or is it stationary? Is it, uh, you know, a burning feeling? Is it a tingling feeling? How would you describe it? And I help them describe it. And You know, then I just let them know, okay, so see if you could just pay attention to it. You're not trying to change it. You're not trying to do anything to it. You're just like a passenger in the car. You're along for the ride. You're just watching it, and you're noticing what happens, and you're just exploring it. The therapy's key lesson is that this pain is not actually a signal that something is going dangerously wrong in the body. And hopefully when people understand this, 
they can break the pain-fear, pain-fear cycle. To help them, Alan will encourage his patients to let go of the tension that comes with the pain, to relax into the feelings, maybe even laugh at them. You know, I'll try to make jokes, dumb, you know, corny jokes or whatever. Like what? What are some jokes you might make? Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Okay, (laughs) so let's say uh, a patient, you know, I'll be asking about their pain and they'll say, it's kind of like a Bernie sensation in my lower back. And I'll be like, okay, is that like Bernie, B-U-R-N-Y or Bernie, B-E-R-N-I-E? Because that would be amazing if your back was like the 1%, you know, and then I'll (laughs) make fun of myself for, you know, making such a stupid accent and anything you can to try to get the patient to laugh, to break that state of intensity, to break the state of fear. But to sit with your pain, you have to catch it while it's happening, which means sometimes Alan had to go above and beyond. You know, I'll tell you, there was one patient in the study, this was unbelievable. She only had pain the first hour of the day. And so finally I said, I'm going to need to come to your house and do an in-person session, you know, in the morning. And I said, okay, so what what time do you wake up? And she said, 4 a.m. And I was like, oh my God, kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I set my alarm, I go over there, I'm so groggy. It was amazing. It worked. She didn't have pain in the mornings after that. In the study, Alan's team asked the patients to rate their pain at the beginning, before the treatment, and again after the treatment. And here's what they found. 66% of the people who got his therapy said that their pain was gone, or very nearly gone. Yeah, 66%. That's compared to just 20% of those who got the placebo. So it didn't work for everybody. But these numbers are impressive, given how crappy a lot of our other treatments are. Alan and the team also did brain scans and people who did the treatment versus those who got the placebo. And they found that for people who did therapy, their brains showed less of a pain reaction when they were put in an uncomfortable position in the MRI machine. So they said that they felt less pain and their brains were also registering less pain. Exactly. And so, you know, it was great to have that. I mean, really kind of, if someone says they're in less pain, that's kind of all you need, but it's great to have that objective evidence as well. Alan figures that this works when his patients learn to recognize the feelings, not as danger, but as something much more innocent. He had a great analogy for us. Right. So in The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy and the Scarecrow and the Tin Man and the Lion are standing there and they're talking to the wizard. And, you know, the wizard is this like floating head and this booming voice and there's flames shooting and they're terrified. And then Toto pulls the curtain back and they see it's just a man behind the curtain. And it's not scary anymore, right? There's still the floating head. There's still the booming voice. There's still still the shooting flames, but they know it isn't dangerous. And so they don't have to be afraid. Right, so see if you could just pay attention to this pain, knowing that, yeah, you feel something. Yeah, it's scary, but it's not dangerous. It's just a man behind the curtain. It's a false alarm. One year later, Alan's group circled back to these patients and asked how they were doing. Most of the people who responded to the treatment were still feeling better. We also have another small study from a group in Boston they tested a different therapy based on the same concept, changing how you think about pain. This therapy was tied to the ideas of another big name in the chronic pain world, Dr. John Sarno. And those researchers also found that about two-thirds of people were pain-free at the end of the study. Both of these studies just came out a couple of months ago, which is exciting. But 
there are a few caveats here. For one, some people with chronic pain do have a physical cause for it. So this treatment doesn't make sense for them. And since all this is so new, we need more research to know if it'll work for people in the long run. This was a short segment from our podcast, Science Versus. If you'd like to hear more, we've got a bunch of new episodes for you to check out on our main feed. We have episodes about other health mysteries like weight, is fat really unhealthy, and childbirth, are doctors messing it up? And we also have some really fun episodes on a real-life Jurassic Park and the new moon race. So just search for Science Versus and Spotify. That's science, V-S.